such misalignment on the planet and within humanity is because we don't know what those higher vibrating emotions feel like. We, we've never felt them. And so we don't prepare ourselves to, to attain them. And yet those are the very energies that we should be bringing into ourselves and we should be bringing and planting anchoring onto the planet. Welcome to Spiritual Midwife, the podcast that tenderly guides you through the transformative journey of spiritual awakening and personal development towards the ultimate destination of soul sovereignty. I'm Claire Atio, a medicine woman and dedicated guide to the profound realm of soul sovereignty and you are listening to Spiritual Midwife. Hello, my beautiful souls. In this week's episode, we are going to be asking some very deep, introspective questions of ourselves. We're going to use the energies of the waning Salwin as we move into Imbolc. And Imbolc is all about planting those seeds. Are we still in winter? Yes, we are. We're moving through it towards spring. But we've got a two-week window here to really dig deep, to really get clear on our mission. And when I talk about mission, I talk about who we are our mission on this planet for each and every one of us is to find our true authentic selves and to anchor joy anchor peace anchor harmony anchor love on this planet being of service when our cups are full when we have released that sense of lack then we can unconditionally give to others. And so if you're in the car listening to this, I implore you to come back to it again when you're in a place and a space where you can sit in that darkness, in that stillness, and ask the questions of your heart, not of your head. This is not about the materialistic experience that we want on this planet. This is a deep, introspective soul exploration of who we are and what makes us tick, what will help us to tick. And in doing that, in asking those questions, we start to uncover some of the programs, some of the beliefs that really don't function for us, that hold us back. And we're not looking at how we're going to deal with all of that in today's session. What we're actually going to do is we're going to sit with the questions to start to uncover that, to start to understand what is needed, what seeds we want to plant as we move into in bulk to start creating harmony in our lives. And when I say that, I'm reminded of when I was doing the female empowerment retreats. And one of the coaching questions that I asked there was, what does ecstasy feel like to you? And I cannot tell you how many times those women burst into tears. And 
I'm I'm talking about women because that was what I did. That was my experience. But this is both for male and female. Few of us can actually say that we have felt ecstasy, that we have been in such a place of pure joy that we have been able to tap into the energy of ecstasy. And this is this is what is creating such misalignment on the planet and within humanity is because we don't know what those higher vibrating emotions feel like. We, we've never felt them. And so we don't prepare ourselves to, to attain them. And yet those are the very energies that we should be bringing into ourselves and we should be bringing and planting anchoring onto the planet and so the questions that i'm going to ask you first is what are the moments in your life where you have felt the most alive and fulfilled that you have felt the most alive and fulfilled when was that what were the circumstances around that Why were you able to feel that then and you're not able to feel that now? Just give yourself a moment and attune to that and attune to those questions and ask those questions of yourself and just, I'll give you a moment now, just allow those questions to come in. And then to ask, what are the things that bring you the most joy? When was the last time you felt pure joy? Do you actively work every day to bring a joyful moment into your life? And if not, why not? What is holding you back from pursuing your passions? Have you allowed yourself the space and the place to explore what your passions are? Have you stepped out of your normal routine, stepped out of your comfort zone to explore what those passions may be? And again, if not, why not? What's been holding you back? And the last question, which is, uh, it's a biggie. <laughs> How can you use your gifts and talents to serve others. And when we talk about serving others, we talk about 
passion. We talk about bringing a smile, bringing a warmth to the heart of another. Letting them know that they are important. Letting them know that they are loved. Letting them know that you see them. That is a very big issue within society today is people don't feel seen. Even within our own relationships, our intimate relationships, people don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. And so how can you use your gifts, your talents, your passions, the things that make you feel most alive and fulfilled? Because those are your gifts. Those are your gifts. Those things that make you feel alive, make you feel fulfilled, fill you with joy and have you passionate about what you're doing. Those are your gifts. And how can you share those with others to brighten another's day? To share that joy, to share that happiness, to share that light. So that another may feel valued. May feel somebody knows I exist. May feel heard, seen. How can you share that? And there's so many ways that that can be done. It's so many simple, simple ways. Simply opening a door, giving somebody a smile, looking them directly in the eye. So many little ways within our actions, not just words, within our actions, our daily actions can actually bring compassion can actually bring joy can actually bring the acknowledgement that somebody sees me to another human don't underestimate the importance of that don't underestimate the amount of service that you are actually putting out into the world the amount of positivity you're putting out into the world how can you share your gifts and talents on a daily basis how can you spread your light? And we do these exercises and we we answer these questions in that darkness, in that stillness, from a place of love, obviously, but from our hearts, not from our minds, not from our intellectual minds. We breathe it down and ask those questions in our heart space. What are the moments when you felt the most alive, the most fulfilled. Now, a really good way of pulling this information, because when you've not done these kind of exercises before and you're not used to it, it, it can be quite challenging. You, you instantly take it to the head. And, now, I've got to get this right. It's like a test. It's questions. And no, that's not what we're seeking here. We're not seeking that. What we're seeking is for you to be in that stillness, to be in that quietness, to have that introspection and to have this deeper conversation with yourself, with your higher self. This is a conversation between you and the divine. Conversation of what you need to anchor 
light and love within yourself so that you can live in peace, in harmony. Even when chaos is raining around you, you can sustain that harmony because you're getting to know who you are. You're starting to live your true, authentic self. And it's very good at these times to to write. I find personally auto-writing to be really helpful when I sit in that darkness and I have my journal with me and I ask those deeper questions of me and I just allow myself just to write, just to to write whatever comes in. And, and very often I don't even acknowledge what I'm writing. I don't comprehend what I'm writing. I'm, I'm just writing and writing and writing. And, and, and more often than not, I just do one question at a time because that can that can take 10, 15 minutes when you actually really attune yourself, allow those energies to come in through your higher self from that connection to divine and allow your higher self to speak to you. Allow your soul the freedom to speak, to, to vocalize its wisdoms to you without the mind, the ego getting in the way. And some of the other questions that you can add to those original ones or just to reword them if those original ones didn't, didn't resonate with you is what is it that makes me alive? What is it that makes me alive? What activities, what circumstances where I just, I'm just living, I'm just enjoying. I'm not, I'm not thinking about the next thing that I have to do or the things that I haven't done or the things that I've done wrong or watching my P's and Q's, being observant of the people around me. I'm just living. I'm in the moment. What makes you come alive? What makes you be in that moment? What activities, what circumstances helps you to be in the moment? And what are your deepest passions and desires? What hidden secrets have you got within you that you've never allowed yourself to explore? And then question yourself, why have you not done that? What's been holding you back? Is it a fear that people might think you're weird because it's slightly out of the box? Is it because you have been brought up with beliefs and values that, yes, you abide by them, but they don't truly resonate with you? Is it something that a teacher said that made you very conscious of yourself. There are a lot of reasons, and this is how we start to undig what we need to heal. When we talk about healing, so many people go into the realms of conventional trauma, but a lot of the healing that is needed on the journey is to look at and examine our beliefs and our values that have been given to us by society and we have just absorbed them and made them part of our life without really questioning whether that is true or right for us 
And we have examples of this that you can easily see when you look at period dramas, you go back to the, the 19, 1920s, go back to the suffragettes, for example, go back to that era where culture was very stoic and everyone knew their roles. And, and there is there, there is virtue in there being clarity because with the clarity, there's less chaos. But when we are stuck in those roles, when there is no forward movement, we have to create change. And this is where we are now. This is a period in time in history of humanity's history where there is a lot of change, which is why it can appear very chaotic, very confusing. And this is why it's so important, in my belief, to gain that inner peace, to attain and be able to anchor the light of your higher self and divine into your very being and onto the planet so that you have a really firm foundation on which to stand. So even when the earth is rocking, you can stand tall. You can continue to be a positive influence on this planet. You can continue to live life in peace, in harmony, in joy. And you can help others to do that. You, We all know that we can help so much more that when we're in a really good place ourselves, we can give that lending hand to another. One of the questions that is really important that, not not everybody likes to ask is what breaks your heart what breaks your heart what hurts the most and then examine why that hurts and very often when our heart breaks that deeply it's because somebody close Somebody that we trusted has broken that trust, has betrayed us in some way, shape or form. And, and the heartbreak comes from the fact that we take that personally. And so I encourage each and every one of you to step away from that personal aspect and to almost give yourself a bird's eye view. What was actually going on? What is going on in, in them? that makes them want to do that again it comes back to fear and lack when uh, when people lack they feel they need to take even when it's joy when they're taking somebody's joy it, this is everything and we're not talking about possessions here we're talking about emotional imbalances and trying to get that balance Soul win is all about introspection, our emotional clarity. So when people break our hearts, yes, we do usually take it personally until we've walked the path of ascension of the spiritual journey where we actually learn that when people hurt, it's a projection of their own pain. Hurt people hurt people. But yeah, it does feel bad. It does genuinely hurt when those nearest and dearest break our hearts. But when we can step away from taking 
that projection and making it our own and we can actually build the self-worth and the self-value from this journey to put that barrier up and go whoa okay that hurt that hurt but that's not mine I'm not taking that into my energetic body that is not mine I'm sorry you are in such pain but that does not belong to me and you can take that back or that can be transmuted with love and sent back to the ethers each one of us will be in a different place in a space as to what we're able to do but when we're able to stop absorbing others projections that's when we can step into the realm of offering forgiveness now that doesn't mean that we invite these people back into our lives it doesn't mean that we stay in toxic situations it means that we acknowledge that they're in pain we do what we need to do to maintain our joy, our happiness, our firm foundation. But we don't need to add to their burden by them projecting uh, the pain that we took from them back to them and adding to it because they hurt us. We don't need to do that. We step away from that. We step into an energy where we're able quite easily to afford that forgiveness. And as I said, does that mean that we stay in toxic toxic relationships? Does that mean that we stay in uh, environments that are not conducive to our own growth? No, it, no, we don't. We don't. We step away from that. But we also step away from judgment. We also step away from blame. We also step away from, they did this to me. We move forward. We release, we let go with love and forgiveness and we continue our journey forward. The last question that I want to ask here or for you to ask yourselves is what sets your soul on fire? That goes back to that passion. And so few of us actually sit and allow ourselves to question what our passion is what ignites the fire within us in a positive way again bringing us back to that sensation of feeling alive what sets your soul on fire what is your higher self in divine communicating to you wants you direct wants you to go into directions that you have never yet explored have you ever given yourself the time to listen i know when i first started doing this i was in so much resistance it it, it was laughable because i i asked myself okay what what sets my soul on fire and I had all these images come towards me and I was just like, whoa, 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 because every single one of them took me out of my then comfort zone, every single one of them. And so what I actually did was within this space, within this place, as I wrote them down and I made a promise to myself that I would deal with one of them every single year. I would deal with the resistance. I would give myself a year. As time went on, it was much easier to speed up that process. 
But there has to be honesty with yourself. What what are you willing to do at the moment to actually address some of these elements of self that you're uncovering and, and, and need to change? Because as I said at the beginning, change creates chaos. Change creates uncertainty. Change brings up a lot of fears. And so we have to look at those fears before we can actually even start to change. We have to uncover the root cause of those fears. And we have to kind of dig that out of ourselves and and send it back to ether with love. And that all takes time. It all takes energy. It all takes commitment. And so we need to be realistic as to what we are willing, because when we have those fears, we're going to have a huge amount of resistance and pushing against that resistance on an energetic level. It's going to take huge amounts of energy. It's going to take huge amounts of work. And so understanding that, be honest with yourself. What do you in the coming year, when we move into in bulk and we start to plant those seeds of our own personal growth, what do you feel able to deal with comprehensively? And I think that's the key, comprehensively, not skimming over, but digging deep into yourself. What do you feel able to dedicate to yourself? Are you going to deal with one fear or are you going to deal with two fears or are you going to deal with whatever comes up for you? It will be different for all of us, but be honest. Make those intentions. And as we say in the coaching world, the, the smart intentions so that they're attainable, so that at the end of the year, you're able to celebrate yourself and go, I did it. I did it. I am moving forward. We're not in a race. This is not a race. And that is the one thing I want to leave you with as I finish this podcast is we are not in a race. So often we race against ourselves and there's absolutely no need. We have the whole of our lifetime. That is why we're here. It's not about the finish line. It's about the journey. It's about the daily commitment to self to step forward to grow to learn to expand and ascend so i hope that's of help in our next episode i have the wonderful rachel thompson with me She's our guest speaker, Reiki with Rachel. Some of you may know her. I have sent people in her direction before, an amazing Reiki master with amazing energy. And it's such an illuminating podcast, bringing so much energy forward for each and every one of us. So if you've not yet subscribed, please do so, so that you don't miss that episode. Until the next time, take care. God bless.